You are tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown, the official podcast for the Atlanta Realtors. We're here to keep you updated with the latest trends, topics, and keep you in the know of our ever-changing Atlanta market. We hope you enjoy this episode. Well, welcome back to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. Uh, I'm Matt LaMarche, your guest host today, and uh, I am the YPN chair for 2022. Super excited about our conversation today. I think every realtor in Atlanta will take one thing away from, guaranteed one thing away from today's episode uh, with the fabulous Kate Wright today talking to us about work, life, and some sort of balance, maybe? Possibly work-life balance in real estate. Is that possible, Kate? You know, I don't know that I would call it balance, but we could call it harmony. Okay, perfect. Work-life <laughs> harmony. I love it. I love it. Well, so first, tell us who you are, what area of town you serve, uh, how long you've been on the association, all of the above, please. Gosh, I need some a, a notepad to write all this down. <laughs> uh, my name is Kate Wright. Um, I am married. I have three children. Since we are going to be talking about my family, yes. I'll go ahead and shout them out first. Um, they're young children, five, four, and just one as of yesterday. Um, they require a lot of me and I love them. Uh, I have been involved with the Atlanta Realtors Association now for over 10 years. I've been licensed for 12. I hold my associate broker's license and um, I really enjoy being involved here. The way that I got sucked into this was through YPN. Mm -hmm. And so here you are, uh, here we are. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So uh, I've been involved in a lot of things here now. I'm the orientation chair this year. Uh, there's probably not a committee other than RPAC. I know now I'm going to get called to do RPAC um, that That's I haven't been a part of. That's how it works, yeah. I do contribute. <laughs> I encourage everyone to contribute. Um, and I just really love being able to stay in touch with other uh, realtors who are doing not only their job, but doing a lot for our industry, um, staying on top of industry trends, data, information. Um, and so this is a great place to do that and find that. And I'm really grateful for everything I've been able to get out of our association. Very proud it. of it. I love it. Well, and, and I think it's very easy for people. I know you're super active on social media, so I'm sure at some point I can't be the only one that's thought, so Kate has three young kids. She's doing this and she's on the national and she's, a, and I'm just like, I, I thought I was doing a lot, but now I feel like Kate's doing a lot more than I am. So, you okay. know, and I got to believe your clients probably see a lot of the same stuff and question, you know, how is she doing all of this? So what's your secret? Well, I, you know, Matt, I think part of it is just our personalities are all different. Everyone can handle different things. And the way that I am is just how God wired me to be. So I am a go, 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 go person. Uh, I don't do everything perfectly, but I do try to have my hand in a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. um, something that I think is important that I, you know, have kind of grown and developed as I've grown and developed is understanding that there are certain lines that have to be drawn. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can continue to do all these things, but if they're, you know, infringing on something else, then it is important to, to pull back from them. Mm -hmm. So for you saying, thank you for the compliment, I'll take it as a compliment, <laughs> that I can do everything. <laughs> Uh, I would say that there are a lot of things that I feel that I don't either do and participate in that I'd like to, sure. um, or that I'm not doing as well as others are. And right. I, I think that's something that's really big for us in our industry is watching other people and comparing mm -hmm. and feeling like we have to do all the things yeah. or thinking that they are doing all the things and they are in fact not doing all the right. things. So right. the world we live in now is a bit deceptive. <laughs> uh, social media can have that effect. And I have come to find uh, that a lot of the people who are the most successful 
have learned how to draw those lines and there might be platforms or areas of their life that they can't uh, show up to for certain seasons or periods. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit, because obviously, I mean, unless you're getting consistent business every single day, every single week, every single month, there's a lot of ebbs and flows in real estate. So some months are super crazy. You got three closings this week. You got to make it happen. And the kids have to get fed and the, and the, and the, and the. Um, but as you mentioned earlier, when you say yes to something, you're saying no to another thing, right? So especially being in this business, there's a lot of instances when that ebb comes that you got to say yes to a lot more business stuff, which means you're saying no to something else. So for someone that's got a super inconsistent business, how do you manage your time? Because we all are on that level to some, to some extent. So how do you manage your time just in general, busy, slow, otherwise walk me through like what a typical day for you looks like? That's a great question. There's no typical day. Um, (laughs) I think that I have learned to take the slow moments and soak them up and use immediately, just go immediate into immediately into the mode of the thing that I value the most in that time, which is my, for me, my family. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's some people who will be listening and they're single. There's some people who will be listening and they're empty nesters. There will be some people and there are other things that they can prioritize in their life that they don't necessarily get to put first at all times, but they know what they would quickly go to. For sure. Um, not to neglect your business in those slow times because it's still important to be feeding it and watering it and cultivating mm-hmm. it, but not to sit in your office and stare at the wall and say, what am I doing wrong? Why, why am I not busy right now? Mm-hmm. Instead to immediately flip that switch and say, all right, I have this moment of opportunity. I need to go shift my focus into my family. I've done my four things for the day. I've marked off my task while they were at school. And now that I know I don't have obligations in the afternoon, I'm going to give them my full attention undivided and value this, this moment. Um, there are always going to be things, like you said, we are in such an inconsistent, we, we could write our schedule out at the beginning of the week and by <laughs> Wednesday, it's just throw, ball it up, throw it away. Yep. There's no way we're keeping that. It, right. it went completely off the chain. That's right. Um, and so I think that it's important to understand how to go with the flow. Um, but to still block off certain things that, you know, you have to be there for. So again, I'll circle back to the kids. I make a point every week to be at their ballet. I make a point every week to be home during their music lesson. So mm-hmm. I do not schedule anything from that Wednesday afternoon on that Wednesday afternoon for a two-hour window around the, the piano lesson, for a two-hour window around ballet. Purposefully, every week, no matter what. Mm-hmm. If there was a dire consequence, like maybe we have a one-day due diligence and the inspection can only be done at that time, then I'll work with my husband. But I really try to protect those times. And so if there are certain things that you know you need to protect in your life, be it your relationship with your spouse, your children, um, a, par- a you know, an aging parent that needs you, and you know that it would mean a lot to them if you came to bingo on mm-hmm. Wednesdays, then go ahead and time block those times and make it non-negotiable. Mm. Your clients can respect that. They understand. They have a life too. And if you already establish for yourself that there are certain non-negotiables, they won't, they won't be rocked by your clients. Yeah. I love it. Well, you mentioned time blocking there, so I feel like we got to go a little bit deeper on that because you, <laughs> you and I are very similar in this regard. That you know what, what lives on my calendar gets done. Number one, but then it's always there. There's nothing that will ever interfere. And and like you said, there's instances in our business where you know we can control what we can control, and then there's a whole nother ball of wax over here, mm-hmm. stuff that we literally have not one ounce of being able to change right? <laughs> because we work around other people all day. So talk to us a little bit about your time blocking. What do those time blocks look like? Um, how often do you evaluate them? Are they working? Are they not working? Do we need more time here, less time there? Talk to us a little bit about time blocking. 
Okay. Um, I've always time blocked uh, since um, I was taught to do that as an early, you know, new real estate agent. Um, the older you get, the more layers of life come <laughs> and the harder it becomes, yes. but thus the more important it is. With children especially and having young children, and I know there's going to be moms listening to this, I know there's going to be dads listening to this, people who want to have children someday, mm -hmm. I have found that the time blocking is key. From the time they were born, I had to get on a schedule with the kids immediately. People, my friends will make fun of me. I had to immediately get on a schedule because I needed to know when I was going to be able to work every day so that I could tell my clients, I will respond to you between the hours of 10 and 1. Right, right. I will be available to you after 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. I will be available to show homes between 4 to 6. And it wasn't going to change right. because my family was on a schedule. Similar to the piano and the, the ballet. I mm -hmm. know they're coming every single week. Right. So keeping a schedule and keeping routine definitely helps the time blocking. But time blocking for times that are reasonable. Mm. So instead of saying, well, my kids go to school in the morning. They don't go long. I'm waiting for that day. They go from 9 to 12. Mm -hmm. Am I going to work from 9 to 12? Like, just sit down at the computer and just work realistically? Probably not. Right. I might need to get an errand done. I might have to run to the grocery store. So if I tell myself I'm going to work from 9 to 12, that's not feasible, and I'm going to feel like I'm failing. Right. So instead, I give myself more reasonable time blocks. I am going to sit down from the moment I get home from dropping them off until I can finish every email and every call that needs to be made this morning, and then I can move on with my day until they get home. After they go down for their rest, I begin another session of work. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I've structured my days. Um, as the children have changed ages and their flow in their life has changed, I've had to restructure. Uh, when summer comes, that's going to be a whole other topic. Um, but, you know, you have to, you have to create uh, space for yourself to be successful in every environment. I love it. Yeah. Well, and, and even just in five years, you've probably adjusted at least three times as each oh, new yeah. kid was added. Oh, yeah. So, but one thing you mentioned there I want to go back to, so the mindset, because I think a lot of people beat themselves up on this. And, and I know I've even been guilty of this in the past that, you know, you, you set your, like you said, you set the schedule Monday, you, you get to Wednesday, it's completely out the window. Um, that can mess with you, though, as a professional. And, and certainly when you're client-facing, that can have some other ramifications. So talk to us a little bit about mindset as it relates to time management and, and making this harmony that you mentioned earlier mm -hmm. really work because it does. It kind of comes and goes, and there are seasons. Mm -hmm. Just like you mentioned with summer. I mean, it's a whole nother, a whole nother issue, right, and a whole right. nother schedule change. And now the disciplined, rigorous schedule has changed, so now we got to make new adjustments. So... Talk to us a little bit about the mindset, though, that, that goes into that. Like, is there anything that you've found that really helps you laser focus on, here's how we manage our time, and when things don't go well or right or the way that you wanted them to, how do you, how do you, you know, knock yourself out of that mindset and into a more positive mindset? Mm, Matt, you ask hard questions. <laughs> um, wow. Mindset is definitely an important component for any realtor. You cannot do this business and you cannot be in this business if you can't Seriously. get a hold of your head. <laughs> yeah. I would say that the majority of the way that I do my life for anything, any circumstance, is if something didn't go well, reset, recalibrate, and move on. Mm. Don't get stuck in it. Don't dwell in it. Don't feel bad for yourself. Don't over-apologize. Wipe your hands. Mm -hmm. Wipe your shoulders, your legs, move on, <laughs> and be done. Uh, so that's been something that I've had to do. I mean, your day didn't go like you thought it was going to go. What are you going to do about it? Right. Are you going to pout? Right. Are you going to feel bad for yourself? Are you going to get frustrated and take it out on your family? Are you going to ignore your clients because you couldn't fulfill what they needed to be done at 1 o'clock? No, none of those things will work. Mm. Um, it's just all about communication. 
um, having the best attitude at all times. And no, we're not perfect. We can't be happy every day, every, all the time. <laughs> and there will be things that are frustrating and hard. But for me personally, it's just quickly moving past something mm-hmm. and not dwelling on it, not allowing it to control where my headspace is. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I know that negativity breeds negativity. Yep. And if you tell yourself that in the moment and you're like, okay, I didn't get everything I wanted to get done today. I have tomorrow. It's not the end of the world. I need rest. I need to stay in my routine of going to the gym in the morning. I got to move past this, go to bed, and we'll start again tomorrow. Yeah. Like, it's all good. Yeah. I love it. I've, I've started to set a timer for five minutes. I give myself five minutes, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Once that timer's up. Five minutes up, to pout? Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, <laughs> like, and, and whether it's other people or even me, because sometimes I just can't get out of my own way, uh, even when my schedule that I control doesn't go my way, uh, and I wasted time doing something or I mm-hmm. spent too much time doing something else and it's interfered now. Five minutes. And then once it's over, it's over. We can't go back. We're moving forward. I like forward. that. So, but it's similar to what I'm saying. Yeah, 100%. You're saying I'm going to be in the moment. I'm going to maybe pout a little bit. <laughs> and then I'm going to move on. <laughs> and for me, five minutes is so valuable. I'm not going to wait five minutes to do it. <laughs> and sometimes I have to recheck myself, right? Yeah. Like it's easy. You're like driving down the road and you have a minute and somebody calls you and, you're, and it's... I could very quickly get back into this frustrated moment. Yes. Instead, I'm like, no, we don't have time for this. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> It doesn't right. produce anything fruitful to be That's like right. that. That's right. So mindset is very important, but it's, it's discipline. It's training yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, and then evaluating the moments in your life where you have uh, pouted or been frustrated or angry and looking back and saying, what did that do versus the times that I have corrected myself and how was correcting my, my mindset mm-hmm. more beneficial to me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, instead of screwing up my whole day now, it just screws up that five minutes. So fair enough. I feel like that's okay. <laughs> fair enough. No, but I love that. So let's talk a little more. Um, I, I want to go back just a little bit. So, you know, we all know in real estate that there's like four or five activities every agent should be doing, you know, as it relates to lead generation, prospecting, you know, lead follow up, negotiations, going over contracts, all this stuff that we have to be doing literally on a daily basis, even sometimes on the weekends. So talk to us a little bit about timing as it, as it relates to that stuff. How much time, whether they're a new agent uh, listening to this or even a veteran agent that's maybe been through a life cycle and maybe they're, you know, getting ready to retire or maybe they just started out anywhere in between. How do you think about today on Friday, uh, when does the activity actually hit? Like when, how far out should I be thinking about my time? Do, is, it a, is it a monthly thing for you? Is it a quarterly thing? Like how mm-hmm. often are you adjusting, evaluating, auditing your systems and your processes um, from a time management standpoint? Another great question. I think I'm going to go a little rogue on you on this one and say <laughs> that part of the time management life work harmony is knowing when you don't have the capacity to do some of these things. Mm. And I understand that there will be people who listen to this and they're like, I'm go, go, go. I got to earn. I got to make this this goal. For me personally, part of me becoming more successful was stopping saying that and saying, if I can meet the needs of everyone who need me, my family, my clients, my spouse, my friends, if I can meet all of the needs of these people without feeling stressed and without feeling overwhelmed, then I'm going to be satisfied with mm-hmm. that. And I think everyone's real estate life looks different, sure, right? Sure. And so for me personally, I, you know, people come to me and they'll ask me questions or would you mentor me or would you do this? And I'm like, I just don't know that I'm the best person for you <laughs> because my business is not driven by numbers and, and monetary goals. Right. My business is driven by the goal to have that harmony. Mm-hmm. I got into real estate as a 22 year old thinking 
one day I'm going to have kids and I'm going to do real estate so I can be with them. Right. Cute, right? <laughs> but it's real. And I have yeah. to remind myself that, right? So I, for me personally and for some of the other moms or some of the other spouses here, you have to step back at some of these moments and say, I can't, I, maybe I can't do all those five pillars at this time in my life or this time of the year. Mm-hmm. And I have to trust that the way that I've started to build my business over the years and the way that I've cared for clients will snowball me in the direction that I need to be going to continue to find success. I cannot give all of me to my career at all times. In those slower moments, in those slower seasons, that's the time where you say, you know what, I have extra three hours today because I'm not out showing. I have extra three hours because I don't have the listing appointments I thought I was going to have. This is the moment where I sit down and assess. This is the moment where I build out my goals for the year that I can know that I can slowly be working on, but not goals that will get in the way of the other parts of my life. And so for me, um, it has been very, it's challenging for somebody who has a competitive spirit, mm-hmm. especially watching people on social media and being around all these amazing people here at ARA. Mm-hmm. These are top producers. These are amazing people. Your Instagram, there's people that I watch and I'm like, wow, how do they have the time to do this? And then I have to, I have to draw myself back. I have to pull myself back inside of me and say, that is not your priority right now. Your priority is serving the needs that are directly in front of you, which are today, your kids, your husband, and these four clients. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yep. When your client, you know, your past clients have a baby, go check on them. Yep. When your when your clients have an elderly parent that's, you know, fallen and they're really short on time, take them dinner, do the things to see the people, but don't get so distracted by the business. Yep. And that's just personally how I've been able to find that harmony. And as I go, it looks different every month. It looks different every week. And this week, particularly, extremely slammed. Did I do I feel like I looked amazing in the way that I structured everything? And do I feel like it was all perfectly executed? Not at all. Yep. But it's all done. Everyone's happy, and nobody's complaining, whining, crying, or yelling at each other. <laughs> and so that's kind of how I see it. And I yeah. think it might be a little different than a lot of people. Well, I also think, though, that, I mean, this is going to sound totally counterintuitive, so stick with me for a moment. But okay. <clears throat> I think our clients appreciate that, though. They appreciate that you've, driven, you, you've drawn those lines. You protect that time that you mentioned earlier as far as the kid time, the spouse time. Like, having that stuff in place and especially when you do share it on social like to me that's one of the most endearing things about you right is Mm -hmm. that when you set these boundaries i now know you're non-negotiables right right but to me as as someone again not just as a realtor but as a as another human being to me that's that's what's interesting like that's what's I don't want to work with people that aren't that don't have those boundaries. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to be at everyone's beck and call. Right. Like I want people to understand that my business is my business and how I run things and how I do things is there for a reason. Right. Um, and I think you also can use that as a marketing opportunity to to market to busy moms and busy dads that you know see themselves in you in a lot of ways. And to piggyback on what you're saying, I don't have to market it. Correct. That's where I'm, I. The most genuine things I do are where the majority of my business come from. Right. And so when I'm at ballet with my kids and I'm focused on them and I don't have my computer out and I'm watching them, I'm taking pictures through the window and connecting with the other moms, whoa, what do you know? I have business. <laughs> and I don't mean that to be funny or yeah, sound, yeah. sound any kind of way. It's just living your genuine life and being consistent in the things that should matter and should be a priority to you. These are things we can't get back. Right. These are things you can't backtrack on. You damage a relationship with your spouse. You can't really, it's hard to backtrack on that. Yeah. You don't make your children a priority. They grow up and you're like, crap. Mm. Those are all things that you can't change. Mm-hmm. Your client, my, I can, I can hustle when my kids go to college and we yeah. can see how that goes, That's right. <laughs> but I probably won't like it. <laughs> uh, I hustle now, but in, a, in my own way. Yeah. And yeah. I'm very, very intentional about communicating that 
like you said, to my clients and telling them, you know, if we have a due diligence deadline coming up, I'm not ignoring you. I am going to check in with you this afternoon between one and three. Think of all the questions you have up to then and we'll get on a call. Yeah. And quite frankly, it actually works better yeah. because you're not rushing to do things and everyone has time to think and calmly come to the space at, at basically a scheduled time. Right. And so it has served me well yeah. to, to have those boundaries and to communicate to the clients. I'm not, I'm not ignoring you. I am not going to be available this morning between 10 to 1. I'll be with my children. And then after 1, we can get on a call. So write down your notes. I'll have my notes together by that time, too. Mm -hmm. And I can fully focus on you. And by that time, they're a little bit more level-headed themselves. Yeah, and especially today, as you mentioned again before, in social media, we're all distracted. There's so many notifications going. Like, I think when you get the undivided attention, that's like gold now, I feel mm -hmm. like. Like, when I, when I feel like I can sit down across from you, have a meal, you don't pull your phone out, I'm... You know, it's just us. Right. That like that's real a real treasure now, I feel like. But um something else you just mentioned that got me thinking, one of my really good friends, uh, especially with kids, always says, You got eighteen summers. And that Ooh. constantly plays in oh, my I got chill bumps. Don't too. say it like that. I know. Gosh. <laughs> but it's serious. I mean, that's how I think about it now, right? You've got you've got that much time and you're right, you will never get that back. So that's constantly playing. Anytime I'm working after hours or missing something or, you know, that's always, and I'm like, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. No. This commission, that one transaction, this relationship, they'll understand. And I don't think enough people are willing to say that. So I appreciate you. For and you know that. what I found? The people who don't understand are not the people I want to be working with anyway. <laughs> Correct. So Correct. if you're going to act ugly about it or impatient, <laughs> when I'm making you a priority in my day, I've just, I've just prioritized mm -hmm. it then we shouldn't be working together. Yeah. And that tells me, you know what, in the future, I'm probably not the best realtor for you yeah. because I'm going to respect your time, but I need you to respect mine too. Um, so yeah. And I think the other thing I haven't hit on yet, Matt, that's really important is setting yourself up for success in other ways. For some people, that might be eliminating things that they don't really have the time to do. Mm. Um, I know for me, it was very difficult to get help with the kids. I don't know why. I just thought, oh, I can do it all. It's fine. I'll figure it out. But I was running myself so thin that I was miserable pretty much in every facet. I wasn't, I, I loved my kids. I I was ha proud to be their mother, but I wasn't enjoying it. Mm -hmm. I loved real estate. I always have loved real estate, but I wasn't enjoying it. I was feeling oh. stressed trying to get out the door. Mm -hmm. So something, if I could give anyone listening a tip, it would be evaluate your life and see what are the things that you can cut out or where are the things that you can bring in help that will help you to be your best version of yourself in the places that you want to be mm -hmm. in. Um, I don't mind doing laundry. I have friends that hate doing laundry. Mm -hmm. If you resent that, just similar to our work, right? Yeah. If there's something in your business that you're not good at and you don't like, outsource it. In your home. Do it. Yeah. Right. In your home, <laughs> in your life, if there's something that you can't be fully present for and it's not going to serve you well, laundry, get a laundry service. Mm -hmm. Have a cleaner come in. Uh, pick up, pick up pre-made meals. Mm -hmm. I mean, do the things to help yourself be the best version of you where you want to be. Yeah. And for us in our business, being the way that it is, there are a lot of times, like we've mentioned, it's not new news, where the week just goes completely off its hinges. And the best way you can set yourself up for success, knowing that those things will happen, is to have reinforcements in place. Yeah. So if you can eliminate some of these things, or if you can add support to your house, like we personally have an au pair. It took me a long time to get one. But once I got one, I was like, wow, I was torturing myself before we had help. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's just an extra set of hands. So today... Uh, for instance, I thought I would be able to pick my kids up at school. I would say I pick them up 99% of the time. Mm -hmm. If it's not me, it's my husband, Ty. But neither one of us could get there. And 
it was the last minute and I'm stuck with a client and I can't be like, oh, by the way, mm -hmm. I know you're signing on the line and I just got here, but I've got to leave. Mm -hmm. uh, so instead I, you know, text up here and I was like, hey, wasn't planning on this. I know you're capable. Can you please just go pick them up yeah. and immediately eliminate yeah. that dilemma? Yeah. So if you can set yourself up for situations like that or you can get good support, you know, lined up to be your backup, um, I think you, I don't want to say create a happier life because that sounds so corny, but you do. You create a platform to be more successful as a parent, more successful as a spouse, and more successful as a realtor. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, so in closing, because um, again, this kind of goes into the into the work life uh, harmony that we've talked about today. So, talk to us a little more, a little more, uh, and a little bit about your um, association experience, not just from your volunteer stuff that you've done, but what do you feel like you've gained from the association? Because you know we've said this in other podcasts, but. A lot of people just see that fee go out the window or out the door mm -hmm. and to the association, they don't know that this building exists, that this podcast exists, that there's relationships and some of them lifelong as well as uh, business opportunities and partnerships. I mean, there's there's a myriad of, of takeaways, if you will, uh, from the association. So I'd love to hear your experience. What's been the greatest takeaway for you and your association experience? Uh, the hands down greatest takeaway is the people and the experience that you get next to them. Um, you're not going to show up to serve here or to be involved here and find somebody who doesn't care about their career. Mm. Uh, everyone that I've met here has benefited me in some way, be it just a smile that was encouraging and their enthusiasm as a new agent. This year, leading orientation, just seeing how excited people are in that room, it gives you an energy. They might not have a ton of industry experience they, yeah. can, they can add to my life, but the enthusiasm and the joy um, and the resourcefulness that charges me. Uh, the people who've been in this industry for so long, hearing their stories, hearing their perspective. People who are my same age in the industry, you know, hearing, having the discussion about different technologies, different clients, uh, different, different all, all, everything, life, yeah, their personal yeah. lives. Yeah. Um, all the relationships that I've built here have benefited me both personally and in my business. Um, they've been given, they've given me uh, opportunities to have resources and to co-op with these people. Uh, you know, maybe I have a vendor that's out of town or, or something's happened and I don't know who in the heck I'm supposed to recommend to a client right now because I'm between a rock and hard place and I can text someone I trust here mm -hmm. and they're going to give me a recommendation for a fantastic vendor who, because I trust them, I trust the vendor. Yeah. So there's all, I mean, there's, like you said, a myriad of things <laughs> that I have benefited from being here. Uh, the other thing that I would say that I've benefited from is just understanding and learning how things work on a larger scale. Mm -hmm. Um Everything that we do, we work for ourselves by ourselves, but we're not alone. Yeah. And seeing the way that our Realtor Association operates on behalf of us and to advocate for us with our PAC and to uh, contribute to the community on our behalf to make us all look good. So the people who are writing that check and they don't know anything about this building and they go and they sign a contract and it says Atlanta Realtors or they, they give their business card out and it says Atlanta Realtors and they've never been in here. Somebody might see out in the community that Atlanta Realtors is doing a, you know, a fundraiser for something and say, oh, wow, that person's a part of that. Mm -hmm. Little did they know what we were doing for them. Yeah. And so there's <laughs> multifaceted ways that being involved here benefits you. Yeah. But my favorite one is the relationships. I love it. I love it. Well, and you're, you're exactly right. I mean, that's one of the greatest things about the association is not just the relationships, but also the impact that it has on the community and, and the realtor community, but also our communities. I mean, there's a lot, you know, we have a fundraiser coming up here shortly that is going to impact uh, a nonprofit here in Atlanta and is going to be an amazing opportunity. Um, and so uh, I, I really appreciate you sharing, though, your, 
your knowledge, your wisdom, and um, and everything that you've learned, not just in this business, but in life and, and combining the two, because I think a lot of people struggle with this. Um, and I'm still working on all of it. <laughs> I am. Everybody's a work in it's, progress. It is true. It is true. Well, and as we said before, the seasons, right? I mean, life, life is full of seasons and they come and go and you've got to adjust your personal life to your professional life and vice versa constantly, I feel right. like. So I love it. Kate, thanks so much for joining us today. I really do appreciate it. And thank you all for joining the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. Thank you, Matt. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. Please subscribe. And for more information on how to get engaged, check us out at atlantarealtors.com. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode.